Yeah, mate, we normally have, a, normally have an afternoon heat with a, a pretty big kids event uh, on these days. Obviously, with COVID-19, that's uh, that's not the case this year. So we've uh, we've opted to uh, just run the race meeting in, in the middle of the day. And um, I'm pretty sure that'll be pretty good for turnover and exposure and get the uh, the cup each run and done before uh, we can sit back and watch the, the football in the afternoon. And you've attracted some pretty good entries. Great to see. And interesting, of course, even dogs coming from interstate with the changing of the... A border situation. Um, uh, I think uh, there's a couple of coming from uh, New South Wales, so that's something as well. So uh, timing is right for your uh, cup. Yeah, certainly is, mate. Uh, yeah, Peter Lagajian's uh, heading down the, the highway with a couple of his runners there, and there's a few others that change uh, change camp prior to that rule being made uh, in regards to the other coming to state. So it's wonderful. You've got to go back a fair way to, uh, to see a, um, a country cup that's had eight heats. I think we had seven last year, and most of them have been doing the somewhere between five and seven the last couple of years with have eight heats, and uh, and the quality we've got is is outstanding. It should be a terrific day's racing. All right, uh, from quality to, I won't say the other direction, but you must be wrapped. Uh, it's been a few days since you had the heats, but this uh, Batless Cup and the amazing amount of entries you had, and, of course, now we know the field. Um, um, what did you make of how it's been so far? It seems like a terrific success, and we haven't had the final yet. Yeah, mate, it's been very well received. We uh, spoke to a lot of the participants on, on Wednesday when they went around the heats, and they were certainly appreciative of the race, and as we are of the support, and obviously of the participants that, that certainly that grabbed the concept uh, by the horn, so to speak, and took part in that, to have 10 heats of a race is, is outstanding, and the eight fastest heat winners uh, have gone through to the final, and uh, that carries a prize money of $5,000, the winner, which is a, a long way ahead of what these Tier 3 grounds normally compete for, and uh, I think anyone that wins it will certainly be appreciative of it, and it's actually drawn together a nice, uh, a nice quality race, a nice even race, so it just shows that, uh, that these grounds can certainly attract attention as well. I love the story on the GRV website about Jeff Williamson, who has one of the dogs in the final, um, but he actually has been doing some work at the Bendigo Club locally there, but hasn't worked for many months due to the virus situation, so um, just another great example of what these sort of races can create in terms of stories. Yeah, absolutely, mate. There's a couple of very good stories going around the series. Uh, even a ground called Meatball Soup that's a first reserve for the final. He's only got one eye, and uh, that ground's been given a career by the Abula family at Echuca, and uh, he goes around uh, week in, week out as well and competes in these races. So there's some great human and, and obviously canine stories around around the series as well as uh, whoever eventually wins it and pockets a 5,000. Good luck to those involved in the uh, Battlers uh, Cup. Also, good luck to those involved in the heats upcoming for Bendigo Cup. Uh, thanks for taking the call this morning, Troy. All the best. Yeah, thanks very much, Andrew.